Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Let's Chat Reality. I'm Molly. And I'm Michael. And today we're really excited for this episode because this is one of our favorite shows, Survivor. And um, this season was an amazing season, which we'll get into later on. But I just want to hear first, how was your weekend, Michael? It was Memorial Day weekend this past weekend. just want to catch up. We haven't talked in a little bit. Yeah, no, it was it was a nice long weekend. You, you need one of these every once in a while, you know. I feel like it's been a little while since we've had a long weekend like this, so it was much needed. Recharge the battery, good to go now. And I know you were in New York and you saw Taylor Swift again, which I am so jealous. How was that? It was amazing. Um, I was visiting some friends in New York and also saw some coworkers, which was really nice. And then also saw Taylor Swift, which was, of course, a highlight. Um, and then got back home yesterday. So it was a fun-filled trip while I was away. Um, but yeah, I just love Taylor Swift so much. And we went to the concert together in Houston. So Good. that How was amazing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I feel like each time she performs, I'm just always in awe of how much she's able, like how she's able to do that. For consecutive nights um, and just like continuous every week as well and it's just insane like i'm just it's just she's amazing that's all i gotta say really is. she's <laughs> you would think that she's like ai generated or something with yeah. just how much stamina she has up there and she's unbelievable for sure well hopefully some of you have also gone to see her or if not seen tiktoks of her because You'll know what we're talking about if you watch those TikToks of yeah, all our videos. Let us know. You know what? We are a reality TV podcast, but we are also a Taylor Swift stan account. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're always happy to talk, Taylor. For sure. Well, getting into some of the reality TV news. Let's get into it. Um, I saw we have release dates for Big Brother and for the Challenge USA. So Big Brother will be starting on August 2nd. So we have a few months till that starts. How do you feel about, about that promo or just you know that what? date in general? I hmm, I don't like it. This is very, this feels very 2020 to me because this is how the COVID season of Big Brother was where it, they delayed it till August. And then it went into like October, which was fine back then because there wasn't any other TV really on at that time because of COVID, nothing could record. Um, this time there's not going to be a lot of scripted, but there's going to be so much unscripted during that time. And I'm really curious because it's going to have to run into the fall season of Survivor and Amazing Grace and all that. If they've already announced, it's going to be on in the fall. And I don't know how that's going to work with Big Brother being also on during that time, unless that causes all those shows to also be delayed. But the rumors are that this is going to be an extended season, so it's gonna run till october november so if they're gonna delay the rest that's gonna be quite a bit or i don't know how it's gonna all work but i'm just sad because i really thought we were getting really close to big brother season and now it's not <laughs> i know it's gonna be a lot to handle if all those shows are happening all at once uh, well i'll have to see how that works out and then because the challenge usa is also starting august 10th right and that's gonna be two episodes a week for the first three weeks? Too. Yeah, for the first three weeks, which it scares me a little bit that they're kind of trying to burn through it. I don't know if that means it's not a good season. I, I don't know what that means, uh, if it means anything that may have already been in the plans before it even filmed. Um, but yeah, I don't I don't know why they're doing that. I don't know 
what the situation is there, but I'm excited for it. Um, the first season, I thought, started out really strongly and had a very controversial end, but um, I'm always excited for, for shows like that, you know, all-stars that uh, have familiar faces that you know and love. So um, I'm excited for both of them and wish they were sooner. Yeah, we have to wait till August, which it's honestly crazy that we're like, basically in june right now know, don't even that that's <laughs> wild to me this year is, is flying by but <laughs> it's okay time yeah. time will pass and we'll get there eventually <laughs> it will, and we will talk about it as soon as it airs so don't you worry <laughs> yes well we got in the news molly um we'll also have the welcome to crappy lake trailer that's coming on july 9th i know you said it's about um real housewives stuff i don't know i don't watch that yeah so, so it is um yeah. sonia morgan and luanne delaseps from real housewives of new york um have their own spinoff now welcome to crappy lake we talked about um you know the trailers coming for um for the new uh reboot of new york housewives so wanted to also mention this that that trailer came out after we recorded the last episode um that's coming you said july 9th right yeah so got about a, a little over a month for that um but i know all the bravo fans will be very excited for that yes and then going to another big brother kind of news was xavier from big brother 23 he just got engaged to his previous girlfriend now fiance kenzie <laughs> and uh... Um, I looked at her Instagram. Doesn't seem like she's from anything, um, but happy for him. And hopefully they get married and have lifetime happiness. Yes, definitely. You know, I feel like these engagement marriage announcements, we don't have a lot to say about them necessarily, but yeah. it's always exciting. <laughs> um, I know, it's nice to see that happening of like, people are finding love. Which is yeah, nice. no, and I feel like especially with Big Brother, you know, you get so attached to these people when you watch them, whether you just watch the episodes three days a week or watch the feeds also, um, especially. And so you feel like you know those contestants, I feel like on such a deeper personal level than most other shows. So when big life moments like that happen, you know, it's really exciting because you really grow attached to them over over those months. Yeah. For sure. And then I know I was not watching American Idol this season, but how do you say his name? Is it? I am. I am. I am Tongi. <laughs> yeah, he just won. Um, yeah. So great. Congrats. Great. <laughs> you know, I, American Idol, I, I don't think I watch every single episode of the season, but I always watch, especially once the live show starts, I feel like is really when I get into it. Um, but he was amazing and it, it was interesting because the last few seasons have been won by these country singers you know young country guys they always um used to say um the uh white guy with guitar was yeah. kind of the stereotypical american idol winner because it was always a white guy who played a guitar <laughs> that all the teen girls voted for um so there was a country singer in the final three this year that fit that description perfectly that i think a lot of people thought might win um even though i think most people thought that i am was probably the best singer of the bunch um so it was exciting that we got a little bit of a different type of winner this year and you know american idol is doesn't produce the stars that it used to uh, necessarily the carrie underwood's kelly clarkson's of the world 
but it's kind of amazing how it's it's still going pretty strongly after all this time. Yeah, no, I used to watch it. My first season that I watched it was one Philip Phillips one. Oh, okay, season one. Um, yeah. and I was so excited because I voted for him. Like <laughs> the episodes when it were coming down to the wire, and I was like, I'm gonna vote for Philip Phillips. I texted. I think the max you could text, or maybe not max. I don't know if there was a max. <laughs> But I texted I like 500 times for him to win. Oh my gosh. But I mean, there are millions and millions of votes. So like, I don't know if my 500 mattered at all, but I felt hey. like part of that show, which I think that also showcased like how much like engagement there could be with kind of reality TV shows. I feel like with that, like Dancing for the Stars, you can vote for and The Voice. I don't know if you watched The Voice at all, but I used to watch The Voice and I was really into it for the first few seasons. Um, and I haven't really been keeping up with like the music type yeah. of reality shows lately as I haven't been watching American Idol either. But those shows, like honestly, like it's exciting because then you're really, you if you find someone that you really want to root for yeah. and they make it there, then you feel like really excited for them once they do win and you're excited to see their music and how it's going to evolve in their future. Um, which I feel like nowadays, like there's just so many people out there with music and TikTok is kind of growing in that way of like people can become famous from that, that they don't really need to go onto a TV show. Right. Um, but it's still interesting to see like that you get that platform, then you can bring it over to social media if you want or just like yeah. however you can. But you yeah, it. so overall, like of- I mean, it's great. There's so much talent out there. So I'm glad we get to see it. Oh, yeah. A lot of contestants these days on American Idol kind of have a, a little bit of a following already on TikTok. Um, you know, um, I'm trying to think of her name from a, a few years ago that I'm not going to think of her name, but she only made it to like the semifinals, I think. But um, she had a pretty big following on TikTok already. And then now in the last couple of years after the show, she's had a, a very, uh, a pretty big song. And I wish I could think of her name um but i I don't know that i'm gonna think of it but (laughs) whoopi goldberg just the other day on the view actually kind of had this statement where she said she american idol she thought was the downfall of society when it started that everyone thought that they could you know have an influence on everything and that you know everyone's opinion matters and i don't know that i agree with that but it's funny that you know we're mentioning that right just a couple days after she kind of had that controversial statement (laughs) that got picked up um yeah, I voted one time, season five, Kelly Pickler. All my friends know that I was obsessed with her. Uh, I was in fifth grade, and I voted for her one time. It was the only time I've ever voted, and she got eliminated after never being in the final three. It was She was eliminated that week, and I've never voted since. <laughs> you, have, you have trauma from I, I, I am cursed. <laughs> I will never vote for my favorite contestant again. Um <laughs> But no, I, yeah, American Idol was probably the very first reality show that really got me into reality TV. Um, Season three was the first season that I think I watched with Fantasia and Jennifer Hudson and um, some, some big names came out of that one. Um, But yeah, I really, you know, there was, I feel like a period of time for a couple of years towards the end of the Fox era before it moved to ABC that I really didn't watch much, but I, I think it's a testament to the fact that American Idol has been on so much longer than The Voice and the ratings now are higher than The Voice. These last This last season that they went up against each other, American Idol is beating The Voice. And I think it's a testament to the fact that American Idol only has one season a year versus The Voice has two. 
And I think that a lot of shows that have two seasons a year burn out really quickly. You know, The Masked Singer had a similar fate, really, that it was so big just a few years ago, and then it's fallen so far recently. Because I think when it's one season a year, it's kind of like the Olympics. You know, if the Olympics was on all the time, you get tired of it. But because it's only on every other year, you it's like something you look forward to. And I think American Idol and Big Brother is the same way, where it's only on once a year, and the season's pretty long, but it's like something that there's such a long break that you really get to be excited for it and you look forward to to it coming back and so i think a lot of shows don't realize that you really kind of need that waiting period you can't always have it on 20 you know every week of the year because very quickly people will get burnt out yeah distance makes the heart grow fonder (laughs) exactly and i think that's a a value that a lot of networks a lot of shows don't understand and they uh find out quickly that that uh, <laughs> yeah like how we were feeling lately with bachelor shows of just like okay exactly. another one like we need a break and now we have a little bit of a break but which right. actually coming up soon now though june 26 is really coming up for bachelorette premiere well, but bachelorette. it's so nice to have a break <laughs> it is but it, it but they haven't really learned anything from because coming no. up soon you have bachelorette paradise and the golden bachelor all coming this fall so it's gonna be a lot and then bachelor i'm sure will start in january like it always does so it's gonna be a long time without a break so enjoy it now (laughs) (laughs) take in this next month without any bachelor shows yes Uh, so i think that's if we have for the news right so yeah the survivor Yeah, and today we're themed. If you're watching us on yeah. YouTube, we're wearing our Survivor gear. I have a buff that I actually got for Halloween this past year that I was wearing. I wore this with my friend Shauna. She also wore a buff, um, and we were just like Survivor contestants. Someone actually at our Survivor, the party that we went to for Halloween, like thought that we were on Survivor. <laughs> I was oh like, no, but that was really cool. Uh, <laughs> I have a funny story about that. While you bring it up, one of my friends, Nicole, shout out if you're watching or listening um she pulled a prank a few years ago a long time ago um after the finale of one season i can't remember um where she posted on social media right after the finale and they showed the little preview for the next season and she posted a picture of her that kind of i think almost unintentionally looked like she was on survivor because she was next to a tiki torch and so she was like i am so excited to announce that i'm on survivor next season so many people flooded her comments and her texts thinking she was telling the truth and even we had graduated from high school already but apparently there was an announcement made the next day at our high school <laughs> saying that she was gonna be on wow everyone was pranked nicole did a great job <laughs> she did she did um and i was fully in on it i was with her when she posted it, and i it helps fool. <laughs> so was, that was that was really funny. But yeah, and you have a nice T-shirt as well. Yeah, one, so one of my Survivor T-shirts. I have another one that I got. Um, I think it was the 40th anniversary celebration uh shirt, and I have another like long sleeve one, but it's very hot outside, so I'm not wearing that one. <laughs> but, yeah, you just order online. Yeah, I, I don't remember where I, this one's very old. I don't exactly remember where I got it, but I know the the 40th anniversary one. Yeah, on CBS store. 
Yeah, because I when I was ordering this, like I didn't realize like how much gear and how much merch they actually have like for Survivor fans. Yeah, out there. I know I have a voting pen. Um, yeah. I wish I had found that so I could show it, but um, <laughs> I have yeah some other little trinkets and things and a bunch of old seasons on DVD that um, I have right here with me. Yeah, so I guess that can go into our first point of just how. We've long we've been watching Survivor. I know you've yeah. been watching it for a while. So how how many years? What was the first season you watched? So I started the first episode I remember watching was weirdly the finale of the season <laughs> of Survivor All Stars season eight, which was two thousand and four, meaning I was nine years old at the time. Um, I it was on TV. It was a live finale. And it was, for those of you who, who watched back then, um, that was a very uh, talked about, very uh, controversial finale because um, it was the all-star season, like I said. And uh, Jerry Manthe, who's one of the original Survivor, one of the original reality TV villains, I think you could say, is from season two of Survivor. And she was uh, booed off the live finale, uh, the live reunion stage <laughs> oh by the, the audience that was there um and so i just remember watching that moment and i was like what is this <laughs> and nine years old <laughs> yeah um and so that was and then i think i watched the big brother season that following year so big brother five that summer right after that finale and then you know at the time i had already like i said been watching american idol for a couple of years so i was kind of already in the reality tv game a little bit um, and then I don't really remember watching season nine, but season 10, Palau, was the first full season that I remember watching live week to week. And that was a really great season. Um, and that one was really the one that got me hooked. And ever since then, every episode, every season, I have watched at least once. <laughs> and many, now that they are all streaming, um, I have DVDs from probably the first, gosh, 20-something seasons and then a bunch of other random ones. Um, and yeah, a huge Survivor fan ever since then. What about you, Molly? Yeah, so I was thinking back, and I, that I remember watching in high school, and I was like, which actually, which is this first season that I started with? And looking into it, it was from season, it was season 30, Worlds Apart, which the reason why I remember it was that season was because I remember Joe. Mm -hmm. on that season and I was like impressed with like all of his athleticism oh, yeah. and like all the stuff that he was able to accomplish but then he didn't even make it that far but um, <laughs> he made it to the jury at least yeah. um He's been to the so jury I remember that and then but I feel like after that like I watched a decent amount of the seasons after that but there were some that I had skipped in between but then once we when I was in college and you're in college at the same time for a year like I remember we watched together um and that was really fun because like I was like able to watch it more with someone who like knew a lot more about it and I was like wait like this is actually like such a good show and like I mean I, I knew it was a good show but like talking to you about it just like made me more excited to watch it <laughs> um so thanks to you I think I love Survivor even more because of <laughs> watching it with you or just talking about it yeah. um and so that was really fun as well just because like it's such a good show to watch with other people too I feel like now um I can talk about for the season like every week like my friends and I would like typically like go to each other's places and just watch together which is really nice because then you can like watch and talk about what's happening and like it's nice like I feel like Survivor is a really good show to watch with other people too or just talk about it 
that. Because there's so much that can go on in an episode that you're like, gotta debrief that. Like, what just happened? <laughs> right. No, and Survivor is one show that I feel like is very easy to get people into. Yeah. You know, Big Brother, for example, and as a counterpoint, is really tough show to get someone to watch because it's on so often. It can sometimes be very embarrassing if you're watching like people in chicken costumes running around a fake backyard like yeah that caught me off guard the first time that happened yeah so i think survivors on the other side of that is just a really good show like it's a good quality show and i feel like it's one of the shows that i'm not just like embarrassed to tell people i watch like it's uh, you know it, it can sometimes especially in recent seasons be very confusing i think with all the twists and all the you know advantages and idols and everything it can be kind of difficult to understand i think for someone who doesn't watch but once they get into it once they kind of understand it all of that Mm -hmm. then they really you know you get invested and the storytelling i think is just so impressive and really keeps you guessing and it gets you really emotionally attached to the contestants and so i think it's just yeah it's it's a really good show like you said to watch with friends and to, to build a community around yes for sure so what are your thoughts on this season overall and we have seen the whole season now, so we can really put yeah. our pieces together of saying, like, okay, this is how the season went, like, this is how it ended. Like, what are your right. thoughts overall? Yeah, no, you know, I, I wanted to wait till the end to, to talk about this because I, I feel like once the season is over and you have a little time to digest it, you really can kind of look back and, and think of it as a whole like this, um, which is harder to do, I think, when it's still going on. But mm -hmm. I thought... When we started out the season, the first pro the pre-merge, I would say, really, and then the first like week or two into the merge even, I was like, why did this season, why did Jeff hype up the season so much? Because it's a great cast, you could tell from the beginning. You know, you got Carolyn, Jam Jam, Carson, all the, um, the Ratu, or the Tika. Um, and I, I think, though, the twists were so heavy in the first half that it took over the season and it was like gosh i really wish these people would just play <laughs> but once you got to the post-merge and they really stopped with all those twists it really became a fantastic season and the characters really were able to help to uh to make the season everyone was so likable and it made it so hard to, to every week. It was like, no, I don't want you to go, but I don't want you to go either. <laughs> um, and I, I think that, yeah, overall, now looking at it as a whole, I think it was a really, really good season and definitely the best new era season since COVID and since, you know, 41 kind of started this new era. And I think of these four that have aired so far, it's my favorite by a mile. Yeah, I completely agree. I thought this season was really great. Um, from the beginning, what you're saying about like the twists and turns, like some of that was just like, okay, like this wasn't necessarily that needed in this moment, but I just really like the people overall of like the cast of the show or this season in particular. I feel like everyone was great and I loved I mean in particular, we already know Carolyn, like she's a star. Like she's just amazing. She she pretty much carried the season also. I mean, she didn't totally, but like her if she was not on every episode like 
I don't know if it was it would have been as entertaining. Um, but so that was also a plus. Like you going into the first, first, very first episode, she was like the first person to speak, saying like, "Wait, what do I say?" And like from that moment on, you're like, "Who is Carolyn?" Like <laughs> then you know immediately you're like, "Okay, you gotta follow her." Yeah, and I feel like you know seeing the comparison between like that confessional in episode one and then like her last one and yeah. in the finale was was really a, a, a perfect bookend to the season yes so for people who did not watch yam yam was actually the one the winner of this season so overall what are your thoughts on that i know i loved yam yam overall throughout this season but i was a little bit shocked at the end that he came out with like a pretty much unanimous vote Mm-hmm. but i don't know what do you think what do you think i was not surprised that he won of okay. the final three but i was surprised going into the final tribal i thought that carolyn had a chance or at least was mm-hmm. like basically i thought guaranteed to be second over height i think where she, where carolyn went wrong was her final three speech and answers were too emotional versus really highlighting the moves that she made strategically because I think and especially from watching and listening to podcasts and interviews that the cat the jury and the rest of the cast has done um since the season ended it seems like a lot of them didn't realize a lot of what Carolyn was doing that they didn't necessarily have a lot of strategic conversations with her because she kind of kept with Jam Jam and Carson and so a lot of them just kind of thought that maybe she was being carried a bit more than she actually was. And so I think that's where she went wrong was not realizing that people had that impression and highlighting more of what she did strategically and kind of trying to pull on the heartstrings didn't work as well. Yeah, no, I agree. Cause when I was hearing like the, each of them speak, I was like, Carolyn, speak more, like share yeah. more of all you're saying. But you could definitely tell like that she wasn't as confident in what she did or like she didn't know exactly how to express it um, versus where Jam Jam and Heidi, like Heidi did a great job speaking about what she did, even though it wasn't like as right. impressive. But like she also like she get, had a good point at the end of like making the fire and all that stuff. But um, I think that, jam jam did deserve to win overall out of those three but i kind of wish carolyn got at least one vote (laughs) i do too and i kind of thought carson was gonna vote for her because it seemed like he was kind of coaching her oh (laughs) i know i saw him like being like yeah yeah Yeah. (laughs) and so i kind of thought like oh that shows that carson is pulling for her and wants her to answer as best as she can which i'm sure he did but i kind of thought that would result in a vote but it didn't (laughs) yeah i mean at that point didn't really matter anyways no, I mean, it did, I guess, just in the history books of having her third versus tied for second, but uh, true. it doesn't really matter at the end of the day. But um, yeah, I was glad that this jury didn't have the importance of the fire making, putting, you know, Heidi putting uh, fire making as the 43 jury did. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, I don't think the fire making did that much good for Heidi, but it did definitely make another point to her resume that she didn't really have i think of course the fact that now you know hindsight's 2020 knowing that she won great yeah and she did the fast of any fastest of anyone in history which is wild and i mean certainly a a huge point for her resume um but i'm glad that 
if she, if that had gotten her the win, I don't think that would be a good precedent to set for future seasons because basically it would show that that's the most important thing and that anyone who doesn't do that is screwed. <laughs> yeah, so. no, and yeah, that... I feel like the fire, we can talk about that too. I feel like it's not like, why do they keep doing that? As in like, that's how you have to get in. Or like, that's yeah. a big move. Like, I don't know why that has to be such a big move. Right. In that end there, because like the fire is just one aspect. Like Carson, like I felt bad for him, even though like he did, like he knew, like he was like, okay, like this isn't my strongest thing. But then that's what made him not make it to the final three, which like is upsetting because like, he played such a great game and I love Carson and then that's how he goes out. It's just because yeah. he can't make a fire as fast. I mean, like I he made a fire, like he did a great fire, but he just couldn't make it as fast as Heidi. Right. And on one hand, I get it that that is now a known part of the show. And so anyone who goes into the show now knows to practice that, knows to, you know, have that skill going into it. So it is fair game in that sense that it's a, predictable part of the game everyone knows it going in everyone has the same opportunity to prepare for it i wish it wasn't there because the point of the show is that there's you know it's equal parts well i guess maybe not equal but it's all parts you know physical challenges that's the way you can save yourself you know in the game but then there's also the strategic part of it and the strategic part of that vote in the final four is so diminished because of the fire making that you cannot save yourself by just, you know, being good at strategic strategic (laughs) playing the game. And I just, I feel like, you know, first they took away the final two and made it a final three and took away that vote. Then you take away the final four vote by making it a fire making. And so now the last regular vote is all the way at final five. And I, Jeff's justification for that is, oh, well, you know, all these big favorite players were getting out at Final Four or Final Three because they were such big threats. And it's like, well, then make yourself less of a threat. That's, that's on you, you know? If you make it to the point where you have to win immunity or you're out, then that's a flaw in your game. And, you know, even if you were a, a great player, you didn't do well enough to not make yourself targeted that late in the game. And I just think that the show, in my opinion, was better in those late stages when it was just, you know, a regular vote at that point. But it's been going for a while. Now, so. Yeah, when did that shift over? I'm trying to think back if I even... Um, okay, so it was like in the beginning of when I started watching. Yeah, so it was... Um, oh my god fans are gonna eat me alive for not remembering his name i can um, look it up on yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um it was yeah they did not know going into season 35 that that was going to be changed at the final four um because it used to be just a tie in the case of a tiebreaker at final four there was fire making so that was a, an element of the game that late um for for quite a while before that but it wasn't a required um, part of the game until season 35 and that was heroes versus healer heroes yeah what what is his name um oh my god he's uh been on the challenge um 
Dan, um, oh my God. Ben. Ben, thank you. <laughs> a lot yeah. of people thought that that twist was kind of made for Ben to yeah. to survive and, and win that season. I don't think that. I think, I you know, Survivor is one of the rare shows that I truly, truly believe every twist is thought out well in advance of the season and it's not made for any one individual player. I, I don't think that. A lot of people did think that at the time, that that, that twist was made for him. Um, but that was, yeah, that was the first season. Interesting. Yeah, so for overall this season, what would you say is your favorite moment or memories from the cast or just in general from the season? I I, I mean, we talked about it. I, I just think Carolyn, everything Carolyn, I <laughs> absolutely love her she is one of the best reality tv personalities in a very long time that i've that i've seen come out of a show like this um she's and i it will be a travesty if we don't see her on a future season (laughs) Um, but i also think you know carson kind of broke the game by doing these 3d printings of all the challenges (laughs) yeah he was so good at those puzzles oh my god that is i i think that because of carson and the way that he was able to do that i think that the show has to now change a lot of their challenges to not be you know so repetitive season after season because otherwise more and more people are going to be doing that and i don't know i mean maybe that isn't a bad thing you know if if now a lot of you're gonna have multiple people 3d print challenges and prepare them in advance maybe you know that's just the new game is that that's kind of an expected thing that some people will do that um but gosh what other from from the season what are are some of yours molly you'll probably spark some memories yeah um i'm trying to think of specific times i think well just like anytime like carolyn's reactions oh okay this one was when during the tribal when she was like hungry and like looking annoyed at people around her and then jeff was like oh so like are you annoyed and then she like gave him a look and he was like oh so now you're annoyed with me right right (laughs) that one was funny because i feel like we don't get to see like the contest the castaways like as much like interacting with jeff as much like or we kind of get it, but like this time, I was like, "Oh, like this is funny." Like they're like People she's like being making really fun. honest with like their yeah. reactions to you. You know, that's something that we've seen more of. I think even going back to season forty-one, I believe it was, um, where they announced the um, hourglass twist. Remember the change history twist? Yeah. And someone said you know very honestly that they didn't think it was a fair twist mm-hmm. and i loved that because i feel like you don't get that a lot of these shows where people are very honest in that moment you know a lot of times on podcasts or interviews afterwards they'll say oh i didn't think that was fair but in the moment they don't say that on the show or at least they don't show it and yeah. i like that they did show you know now i feel like they're really more open to showing honest reactions like that and people are more willing to to be honest in that way and and i i really like that yeah no i just i really loved like pretty much like every single member of the cast in this season which i don't think I is the usual thing and so that was really great because like 
even though like I had strong feelings mostly towards like Jam Jam and Carolyn and Carson because I love the Tika three that like they just overcame a lot and like were able to like then kind of turn the game around like be in the lead or be in the powerful position there but I just like I feel like we didn't get to see all that much of everyone else which happens in these shows like you're not going to get to get to know every single person um but when we did i was like oh like they're a great person too oh, <laughs> like, I almost forgot Fran- franny and matt's relationship yeah no i was gonna mention them yeah, next right. i love franny and matt together and i'm so happy because franny she kind of made him leave in a way <laughs> like like if she didn't win in that um competition yeah, that day like, i don't know why she won that one yeah. she didn't need to and it, it basically sent him home you're right yeah um but honestly it probably was okay i mean she didn't get far after that that much but it was probably better for her game overall to like not have that like target of like oh they're duo right. um but yeah i just when seeing them they were the only two people like out of like besides tika like they were the only two people that we actually got to know mm-hmm. in the season of prior to merge i feel like because no one else really went to tribal um so seeing them like every time they would show their tribe like together and like laughing and just like was so happy and i feel like in my seasons that i've watched i don't think i've ever seen a couple out of survivor there's not many um there have been you know, back in Survivor China, you had uh, Jamie and and her boyfriend that I'm forgetting his name. Um, sorry, guys. I'm so bad with names. Just in general, <laughs> I'm so bad with remembering names. So I apologize to everyone listening who's screaming at their computer. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, like there's been kind of in the earlier seasons, especially like little showmances, Amanda and Ozzy on Micronesia. Um, You've had uh, Whitney and Keith on South Pacific. A lot of them that have been successful after the show. Oh, Boston Robin Amber, yeah. the most famous of all, <laughs> of course. Uh, so there's been there's been showmans, but I feel like not in a long time. That's not um, a oh, and Joe and Sierra that um, uh, that are still together. Yeah. Um, but that wasn't really so much on the show. As yeah, much they met after. after. So I feel like that that's a lot of survivor relationships don't necessarily um, get serious until until afterwards. But something that has been on social media recently that I wanted to, to bring up is, and this is just really in the last day or so that I've been seeing this, is this call for Survivor to bring back villains that these last, you know, the new era casting has been a lot of super fans, a lot of nerdier types, but there hasn't been as many actual villains on the show or as many, you know, kind of these archetypes that we used to have in the earlier seasons. Is that something you miss or do you like the fact that now they're casting basically exclusively super fans? Yeah, I was thinking about that and I don't think I miss it, to be honest. I like, I I appreciate the more wholesome content um, that we're experiencing now with the super fans. And just like, I feel happier for the people. Like, I'm not like angry at anyone for like winning a challenge or something. Like, I feel like it just overall, like, I feel like enjoyment from watching that. So 
so I don't need the villain to be there and be like causing drama or like doing all that stuff to make the show I guess with more drama I don't know what I guess it like it adds to it and just like allows different layers to the show overall but I do like just having like the people that we've been having lately no I agree I think that's what really sets Survivor apart to me from a lot of other shows like The Bachelor where The Bachelor you have your one villain who has no other side to them shown you know uh that Shanae for example in a couple of years ago on The Bachelor like you saw nothing from her besides drama besides everyone else hating her that was her one side and on Survivor even villains back in the day really had more sides to them than that but these days I feel like everybody gets a very well-rounded edit and I like that that this season um I, there's an account that on Twitter I don't I don't know if they have an Instagram and uh I, I can't remember their handle so I apologize <laughs> but they have a confessional counter for everybody and they compare you know season to season how even the spread is for, between the cast and this season was very very even one of the most even and i love that because you do get to see sides of 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 everyone whether you don't get to see them really in the beginning maybe if their tribe doesn't lose a lot of challenges and go to tribals um, but, you know, even just getting to know someone better post-merge, like, I feel like Heidi and Jamie and Lauren, you didn't get to see a lot of them for probably the first, I would say, even three quarters of the season. But at the end, because they made it really far, you did get to know them by the end. And, you know, I appreciate when everyone feels like a well-rounded human and not a villain or a hero exclusively. Yeah. Because I feel like that just feels more real and it feels like you really do get to know them better than you do on other shows, I feel like. And that's something I appreciate always about Survivor. Yeah, for sure. So stick with the trend, Survivor. Don't don't cast the villains. <laughs> and we like the super fans because, yeah. sorry to keep going on this, but <laughs> the super fans allow the show to keep evolving because yeah. you're not going to make the same stupid mistakes that others mm -hmm. have in the past who've never seen the show before. And that's something that I always kind of hate about Big Brother is that they passed all these people who have never heard of the show and have seen one season. And so they just use the strategy of the winner from that one season that they watched and they make all these stupid mistakes that everyone else has made in the past. And so it doesn't allow the strategy to evolve as much as it has on Survivor. And and that's something that I think is very important to the longevity of the show. Yeah, no, definitely. So, I mean, they also, they keep on telling everyone who's watching the show to apply. So I'm sure, like, everyone who's watching it, like, they're really trying to get people to apply who do watch the show. Yep. And so, I mean, I'm sure they get lots of applicants of Survivor fans, so they have to sift through that. So out of the people who are applying, they're also getting those people, like, primarily, right. probably. And they so don't, it just makes sense. They don't recruit anymore, to the best yeah. of my knowledge, whereas there have been seasons in the past where, you know, 16 out of the 18 were recruited, I think, or something to that effect, you know, back in the Cook Islands, Fiji era. Um, and now they don't do that, to the best of my knowledge, at all anymore, and, and only cast applicants, which, which I love. And I think that's yeah. how every show should be. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. But yeah, so that's, I mean, it's just interesting to see like how different reality shows 
do that though because i mean for the bachelor like they would never not have a villain i feel like yeah um, i mean well this past season i don't think there was that big of a villain with zach season but for most seasons really <laughs> and it, yeah so it was boring like people don't want to yeah. watch so but i think that's a different type of show also in, in a lot of ways where and i i actually i don't like the fact that the villain on the bachelor even is so one-dimensional i feel like it because then it's very predictable that okay they go on paradise and you see a totally different side of them it's like well was that how they were all along and we just didn't see it 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 just makes it feel so incredibly edited and produced yeah that's what i don't like and i feel like in survivor like of course yeah there's producers but it doesn't feel fake like sometimes i feel like the bachelor just feels very fake it does um and but survivor i mean yeah like there are producers those cameras obviously but that seems so real and what they're experiencing is like really hard to experience because i could not imagine living out on an island for 26 days without any food pretty much and just like no sleep like sleeping out outside like all that stuff like they're going through real things yeah and they have to experience that and be shown on camera for that um but it's just overall like i feel like yeah producers can like talk to you and like hear you like ask you certain questions and like trying to get details out of you but it's just way different from like the other shows that producers i think it's a testament to how strong the format is yeah because the bachelor i think is a format that can be very boring if you don't have a cast of people who have interesting dynamics with each other whereas survivor you know the the format of the game is lends itself to be interesting every season without a lot of production interference because there's going to be interesting strategies you're going to have to vote people out whereas the bachelor i feel like you know it's always possible that the lead can very quickly know who the one person is who they're going to choose or you know maybe two or three people who they have much stronger connection with and it can be very obvious and then if the rest of everyone else just kind of gets along there's not a whole lot to show that's very interesting (laughs) so i think that producers of bachelor feel like they have to kind of poke and prod people to to kind of fight with each other and be catty because there's not a whole lot else to show other than that where you know where survivor just doesn't have to in order to make an interesting show and so i think the stronger formats don't need as much producer manipulation and interference yeah overall i feel like that makes survivor just an amazing show and that's why we love it yeah exactly (laughs) so going back into this finale episode um what did you think about the general the finale i know like there's always a lot that happens and like with potential idols or just stuff like when with the vote of sending lauren home what did you think over that and do you think she found an idol before tribal or overall just like i did think that she had found one i this is where you know they got me and it's so i i hate even admitting that they got me because i shouldn't be falling for this any stuff anymore but i really did think going into that tribal where lauren was voted out i thought that she had found an idol because they didn't show you know they showed her getting really close to it and they showed it up in the tree and then they cut away 
and the way that, that would have been good editing it really was <laughs> and the way that you know she was kind of talking at the beginning of that tribal kind of almost hinting that she had one I was like gosh did she find it um but then as she got emotional and saying like oh I'm you know this is gonna be my last one blah 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 and when she really actually got emotional about it I was like okay I don't I don't think this is fake I think she really didn't find it and by the time it actually got to the boat I was pretty confident that she didn't have one also yeah that that tribal also kind of confused me when jam jam and carson were like saying like we gotta send we gotta make some moves or like send someone home like it almost sounded like they were talking about carolyn yeah but and like all the conversations that were happening leading up to it like you really didn't know what was gonna happen and i mean i watched this like delayed a little like i i didn't watch it until yesterday um, and I didn't get spoiled, but I did know that she didn't get eliminated there. So like, I knew like it wasn't going to happen, but like the conversations that were happening, I was just like, this is interesting that they're showing this. And then I mean, I guess they're just trying to trick us. Um, yeah, but... yeah. you don't want to make it too obvious, but, um, yeah. but yeah, I, I, I was convinced for a, for a little while. So <laughs> good yeah. job editors. I know they do a really good job of editing. Yeah. Um, we kind of talked a little bit about Carolyn's uh, performance of Final Tribal, but uh, what did you think of of Jam Jam and Heidi there? Yeah, I think that Jam Jam, his ability of speaking about like the emotion side of it was really interesting because I feel like I did see him having those conversations of like getting to know people and like those, but like seeing that that was really his strategy to then know if he was gonna if he was being lied to or all that kind of stuff was like, I think that was really impactful for people to see because that's not necessarily something that you would notice when you're talking to someone, you're just like, oh, they're being nice. They're trying to get to know me. And then he's like reading you. Yeah. Um, but so I really enjoyed that aspect of what he was talking about. Like, I feel like he spoke well over all of his strategy and how he didn't, he voiced that he wasn't just following with Carson, like had his own, like when people were voting for him, like he made sure like those people got out mm-hmm. after and so I think he really did like have a good strategy and really did play the game really well. Um, Heidi, I think she was kind of grasping at some straws, like with like the overall, she kept on highlighting the fire making. And like, as we know, we don't love that. But um, I think she just like was really holding on to that and didn't really share as much about other things. Like she, I think, because she was like basing it off of like, oh, like from the season. What was season that the Firemaker one? Well, no, because season oh. 43 filmed like right before. 43. Oh, so she doesn't they know that. Okay, so she just thought fire is a big deal. And like, yeah. she just. Which it happened even before it, that, yeah. you know, um, with uh, uh, Mike Underwood, who won uh, Island of the Idol, or um, Island of Extinction. Um, you know, he had to do the fire because he was out of the game for. 32 of the 39 days or something and so you know yes him winning fight he had to put himself in fire making in order to to show something and i think people kind of forget that he was out of the get game for so long which is why he did that and people kind of have thought of how important that fire making is ever since then and so i think heidi so heidi and heidi had to do that like if she just she also i mean she did win that immunity 
from that last challenge, which is also impressive because that it's in itself Just like so that secures your spot. One. Sorry, everyone. <laughs> Sorry, I knew that didn't sound right. Sorry. <laughs> oh, what did you say? I, I got the, I got his name, Chris Underwood, not Mike Underwood. Oh, oh okay, yeah. <laughs> I was Mike. Um, Chris. Yeah, no, I remember that season was drama too, though. Um, but um, uh, with Heidi winning and then like putting herself then into the position of like vulnerability of then having to make fire to get into that spot again. I think that does show risk and like does like it is a valuable move if you think that's like if you're going up against people who aren't as strong. Yeah. But Jam Jam and Car- and Carolyn, I think were just stronger players overall in general. So like she didn't really have as much of weight there. Right. I think it's one of those things that if you feel the need to do that, you probably don't have a strong enough game that you're confident in. Yeah. That you feel like you need that on top of it. Yeah. So I think that if someone did that, that's kind of how I would think of it on the jury. But mm-hmm. there are people you kind of have to think like, even if it's not something that you think is important, you have to think, are these jurors going to think that's important? Is that maybe something that we talked about earlier in the season as, you know, an important part of the game? Like, I'm sure these people have these conversations about things like that. And you have to kind of think back to that and, you know, know the jury well enough to know whether that's going to be something that enough of them are going to value that it's going to make a difference. Yeah, definitely. Well, overall, I was very pleased with the outcome with jam jam winning just because he's a great player and i just love him i remember in our first like very first episode i feel like i was like oh my gosh i love jam jam like he was just like so much fun to watch and like we're always talking about carolyn but like jam jam and carolyn together like they were just the best duo (laughs) they are not on the amazing race together oh that is a fail of cbs casting because (laughs) They have got to do Amazing Race together. That would be amazing. And do you think Carson will go on Amazing Race as well? Yes, I, that's a Carson's my third. If either of Carolyn or Jam Jam won't do it, um, I think they need to ask Carson to go with the other one of them. Because yeah, well, Carson could also go with someone else if he had with um, Side Story as my Matt friend. And, Matt and Franny on Amazing Race oh. together. And Franny would be good. Uh, my friend Shauna, who I told you I was wearing the Survivor bus with, she wants to go on Amazing Race so, so much. <laughs> and she messaged, she DM'd Carson being like, hey, oh, I would wow. be a great partner to you. So we'll see if Carson, if you're listening to this, message yeah, Shauna up, back. <laughs> update us next week. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, um, also, she, I wonder... He hasn't responded yet, but it's probably because he's getting so much love right oh, now and like sure. DMs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, also wanted to bring up uh, just kind of a last thing that um, Sia, as people might yes. know, um, gives money to her favorite players every season. They used to do, you know, back in the day, they used to give $100,000 to America's favorite player. There would be a vote. Um, they stopped doing that a while back. And so ever since they stopped, Sia has every season given money to, you know, a few of her favorite players. And this season she gave $100,000 to Carolyn. Um, which if you watch her interview with Rob has a podcast, she popped up midway through and, uh, and gave her the money. It is worth the watch. Carolyn <laughs> is, is the most Carolyn she's ever been. <laughs> she's like, she keeps saying like, I can't believe I thought you were AI or something. I didn't think <laughs> this was a real you. 
saying that over and over again. <laughs> it's funny. Um, That's so funny. And she also gave money to um, who else did she give to? Um, Lauren. She gave some money to and Carson. Okay. And apparently Carson is like the biggest Sia fan, which I think is hilarious. Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> oh yeah, seeing at the oh sorry, this is related to like the finale again, but I was thinking about like the reunion, what happens like right after when they literally announce the winner oh, and then right, 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 right. they talk to each other like right after this happens. Like, what are your thoughts on that? Because I know we used to have like, oh, months later when they come out live. Now with COVID, they have just started changing it to the read the votes there. And I thought it was, like, interesting just to see, like, all their perspectives just, like, right in that moment. Like, I feel like if they had time to process it a little more, responses might have been a little bit different. But overall, I mean, I think it's good that they talk there and, like, they hear about it. But I, I think that Carolyn didn't get as much time to shine in that moment. Like, I think if, yeah. if there was time, that's what I know is particularly for me because I was like, I want Carolyn to speak more because, like, and I want, like, the cast more to appreciate what she did and i feel like we didn't get that in the last episode as much or especially like at the very end of the last episode that much um and i just i mean at least now like i mean obviously sia gave her money but like we i wanted to see more of what the cast members would have to say about carolyn now and we have interviews and stuff that's kind of come out but like overall like i wish there was somewhat of a delay in that reunion just because yeah. of that no, I agree. I I don't mind the after show, you know, right in the moment. As a, but I wish it was in addition to a live reunion. Yeah. Because I, I think the problem I have with it, I, I want them to just have one day off. Like, you know, <laughs> give the final three just a night to sleep, to get out of their, you know, dirty clothes and everything and just give them 24 hours before doing the after show. <laughs> I'm, I would be okay with that. I think, though, I wish that there was also a live or even just like, it doesn't even have to be live. I don't care if it's in front of the audience. I don't care if they wait to announce the winner. All of that I don't care about. I would like there to be some sort of 20 30 minute reunion that is you know after everyone's seen the episodes after they've had a chance to watch each other's games and reflect back on it i want to hear you know people who maybe didn't get along on the show like you know whether that's carried on after the show or whether you know if they've made up or just having you know like something like Jamie's reaction to the idol, to finding out her idol was fake, I thought was great. And I like that fact of having an after yeah. show. But then, you know, I want to see everyone else's reaction to it, you know, like after the season's aired and all these things that people may not have known about and whether people's votes would have changed if they had seen Carolyn's game or, you know, just things like that where that they, they used to do back in the day. It's like, well, you know, if this person and this person had, had you know, switched and been in the final three instead of this person like how many votes would they have gotten you know everyone raised their hand like that kind of stuff was really interesting and we don't get to do that as much right after the fact so yeah i think both would be nice even just on paramount plus it doesn't have to be aired you know just put it the following day on paramount plus and i think that would be a smart thing for them to do to get more subscribers 
Yeah, no, I definitely, I would get Paramount Plus just to see that. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, overall, I mean, I'm very happy with the season and this and what happened overall, but I think we do have some critiques we have to share, you know, with overall yeah, with this season. <laughs> you know, going into next season, I just hope that they saw how good this season was yeah. in the second half. Yeah. Once they actually got to play the game, it was so much better. And I just hope that they see that and kind of pull a little bit back on the twists and advantages and all that stuff. Because when it becomes the focus of the episode, that's when the show kind of loses itself a little bit and, and doesn't, it, it isn't its best. And so I just hope that they trust their cast more to create an interesting season without having to force all these twists upon them. Yeah, so speaking of next season, they, they did show a preview yes. of that, which we don't really get to see much because they will only show you like the very beginning of it. But what are your thoughts overall on that? Do you have any? I'm I'm excited for the 90 minute episodes. I know we talked about that um, a few weeks ago that next season is going to have 90 minute episodes throughout the whole season. Um, I'm excited for it. I think it's going to be interesting, you know, like we talked about before, kind of where they're going to allocate the that time to. I hope yeah. it's to see more of the strategy, more of the relationships between everyone to give people who may be you know, on the tribes that don't go to tribal council often to give them more time for character development before the merge. And I hope they show more of that and they don't fill it with even more advantages. I'm not super hopeful <laughs> based on the track record recently, but um, but I hope if they can do it right, 90 minute episodes will be fantastic. So I'm yes. excited. I think casting these last few seasons has been the strongest point of the show. So I am sure that will continue. What do you Yeah, think? no, I'm excited as well. Cause I feel like within an hour episode, it's really hard to get to see everything that goes on, especially like I was thinking about back on this season of all the people that are on this season. And like, I don't even know if I could name every single cast member at this point, because it's like in the beginning, you barely get to see them and you don't remember right. who they were. But I would rather, like, want to get, like, I mean, yeah, maybe the first person I wouldn't remember. But, like, after that, like, I kind of want to know, like, who these people are, like, remembering, like, the seasons as I was looking back at, like, the past seasons I'd watch. I'm like, oh, I forgot they were even on that season. Yeah. Like, that kind of thing that I want to know more about the people. And I feel like in other shows, like we were saying, like, Big Brother and, and Bachelor, too, like, you really get to see the people more, I mm -hmm. feel like, and just their interactions with each other. I really want to see that more with Survivor because I love the contestants on the show. So I want to know them better than we have seen them previously, I'd say. I always say it with Big Brother, you know, Survivor, it probably takes about half the season before I actually can name every yeah. person. Whereas Big Brother, by the first eviction, I feel like I know everybody's name and their social security number. By that point. <laughs> like, <laughs> I feel like I know everything about them <laughs> from the feeds and just all the live updates and whatever like you feel like you just know everything about these people uh so quickly um but yeah I, I totally agree with you I hope that that's how they spend that time is to let us get to know them better to give us more screen time with each of these people so that we do feel a connection to them earlier on in the season because I think that yeah. will really help to to make the episodes um 
a lot more uh, well, uh, to kind of up the stakes watching it as because you really you know get invested in the for sure well i think that's it do you have any other final thoughts would no, you ever go I on think... we've talked about this before i know you say you don't but would you ever apply to be on survivor to even go through an interview not a chance um, <laughs> not survivor hell no <laughs> i would not last an hour out there <laughs> big brother yes a hundred percent the circle yes not amazing race <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah i love survivor couldn't do it would you i don't think so I always think about it. I'm like, okay, like maybe I could try it. But then I'm also, on the other hand, like that seems like painful. I will say 26 um, days, a little bit better than 39 at least. I know they're tougher 26 days, allegedly. But um, I, I that that makes me a little teeny, teeny, tiny bit more likely to say that maybe I could t- tough it out. But yeah, probably still not. It's also, I feel like people who get onto the show, like, always have like such amazing stories like all this stuff and i feel oh, like yeah, i don't have something like that amazing to share though like i don't think i would get chosen also so. yeah that's very true and that's something that you didn't really have to think about like back in the early days like you didn't have, yeah. to have like a I mean, but that's on average i mean american idol that we were talking about earlier same thing everyone has a sob story big brother not so much but even bachelor people have sob stories that's true yeah Mm-hmm. but it's like oh i got cheated on great <laughs> <laughs> survivor they have real the real like in-depth people which i appreciate right, and, like right. watching then you like feel connected to or just like want to root for them uh but yeah overall i don't know how well i would do just living on the island without any food sources really or just like i i feel like i can handle the sleeping situation like i can sleep pretty much pretty well places um but i think that because you're not getting that much sleep i think i'd be cranky so mm-hmm. i need sleep to like be able to function well and then if i'm especially if i'm not getting food i think i just like overall wouldn't be in the best mind space and maybe not make it so far so i don't know if i would want to go on because then i don't know how far i'd make it <laughs> yeah no i do want to try like those immunity challenges um the endurance challenges i do want to try those just to see how i would do but then again it's so different when they're doing them after not sleeping and meeting for you know weeks on end <laughs> it's yeah. a 10 20 times harder and it's honestly impressive how like sharp and strategic people can be with that because i feel like my brain would just be like mumbled for like half the time i'm there I mean, I guess they also are showing us, like, the good parts of the conversations that are happening. But I also feel like the people there, like, you have to be really on top of your game pretty much day. And so, but I feel like I would just want to go swimming and, like, enjoy the beach or, like, not really play a game or, like, talk game as much as maybe other people would. And then that would put me back. But I don't know. I'm not applying anytime soon, but just just putting it out there that I'm not sure how great of a player I'd be. <laughs> Big brother, put me on. I can stay in a house all for months on end and just stay in bed and eat. I can do that. <laughs> yeah. No, surviving on an island, not not for me. But... For sure. Well, 
thanks so much for listening everyone let us know your thoughts as you watch the season or if you haven't watched the season if you're curious about watching in the future we probably hyped up survivor so much in this episode so ask us any survivor questions well ask michael he knows more uh, about anything survivor related um and we'll chat with y'all next week yes chat with y'all later 